0: Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Plum Wild Recap, Episode 7, uh, Williams Grove Week. I am Nathan Waddell, the host, um, driver of the number five Apex Industries Machine in the, uh, the World of Outlaws Buck Kicker Pro Series. Um, and then to my right is Damian Kiefer, driver of the number 21 uh, Apex Machine in the but kicker pro series as well how are we doing today keith
1: we're here we're living
0: it's hot it is so hot it is so hot
1: oh, dude thank you brett for the for the bit
0: oh yeah hell, about, hell yeah how about that thank you brett thank you so <clears throat> much so you got a new mic let us Absolutely. know let us know how how it uh how it sounds uh it looks cool
1: it does it sure for the looks it is a 10 out of 10 i look professional do <clears throat> yeah. i feel professional yes yeah um, you should
0: you're a pro series driver
1: did i set it up professionally no. probably not no but we're gonna work on it
0: so yeah so anyways <clears throat> week seven williams grove <sighs> not a good week not a good yeah. week negative it was uh mm, just i don't know we practiced a lot i mean
1: yeah
0: i mean felt
1: May, good going into it yeah yeah i, I know you I was, did uh, i was off yesterday though or monday i was right. off like just mentally tired were you um yeah i had a long day monday
0: Hmm. i, I felt fine um Well, I did. I actually do have an ear infection, but that wasn't. And I I was. eh. Stop. Yeah, Yeah. couldn't react in time. No, but the strip. (laughs) Oh, so, yeah. I mean, you, you, the whole week of practice, I felt like you were fast. Um, I was on it. Yeah. You were. You were really fast. Uh, The whole week that we practiced, uh, consistently outrunning me. by about a half a tenth on like qualifying lap speed. I think there was a couple of times there where I was right there with you, but I, I knew, um, that I was, I don't know, it was, it was a little, a little tough. Uh, Williams Grove last year, uh, was not, or on the last build was not, it was, I don't feel like it was this hard,
1: really. No, the, the it, it's a lot dif- more difficult and, um, yeah, I, I think we had speed. It's just a matter of fact of hitting the correct line and uh, not goofing up your first qualifying lap.
0: Yeah, and we had we had tested and found that you know the the good thing about it was that you really had two shots at the at the lap because you know you're generally your first lap is faster. But Williams Grove, I think, being such a big track with such long straightaways, and then on top of the uh, the fact that tires building heat can actually be a benefit now. Yep. Um, you know, we we felt like we had two shots. Um, me personally, um, well, let, let's back that up. We practiced for a zero percent track that we worked in to a certain point that we felt they that, that qualifying was gonna be at because we thought we would be given a zero percent track um, we
1: still practiced 5%, though. Not like really. Not I, really.
0: Did. I, I, did. I, I didn't. Um, and so we thought, given uh, what we had uh, been given these past three or four weeks, where they set us at 0%, gave us five, three, seven minutes of practice, whatever, let us work it in naturally for qualifying, we kind of prepped for that. And then... Monday, they dropped a kind of a curveball on us and said we're pre-genning it somewhere between 5 to 10% for qualifying. Um, they gave us 0% for practice, but they're like, that doesn't really matter. Like, you, the whole practice is open because it's getting pre-genned from somewhere between 5 to 10% for qualifying. So we, once we found that out, got home from work, and we practiced on like a 5%, a 7%, and a 10%. Um, and then they put us at 9%. And I'm pretty sure line was bottom bottom just as close as you can fucking get to them it was as close as you can get to everything on the inside that was the line uh tough to hit but you know not impossible um so going back to it now for qualifying myself i feel like one and two um i hit pretty decent on entry the car kind of slid out a little bit in the middle of the corner uh Got it back down on exit. And then three and four, I really felt like I railed it really good, but I just wasn't, didn't have the car at the, quite the correct angle. So it was, I was kind of pulling to the left just a little bit too much, uh, basically throughout the corner. And then I was like, all right, well, that was a pretty decent lap. Uh, now I got my second chance here, you know, another lap. And then I go into fucking one and two and kill the inside wall on the entry. So I only got one shot at it. And I think uh, that put me, I don't know, somewhere around, let's see i started where'd i start fifth in heat two three heats right six 17th speaking of which there was only 27 people that showed up this week out of the 35 drivers which was kind of interesting uh i guess people weren't looking forward to williams grove but so that put me starting uh i think fifth or sixth in heat two and uh so what happened with you in qualifying? Because I, I thought you were going to out me at least.
1: Went to 1 and 2. I hit a pretty good lap there in 1 and 2. And then went to 3 and 4. and Trying to get everything I could. And I overdrove the corner. I pushed. Went for lap number 2. And completely missed 1 and 2. Really bad. And put us way behind the 8 ball. I think...
0: You qualified very near the bottom.
1: Yep. Oh, I, mean, I was like f- half a second off.
0: Yeah. So it was like I don't remember the second marker, but it was like uh, Blake with like a three, like a point three. I had hit like and a eight. point. I had hit like a point six, and you had hit like a point eight. Um, and so we were automatically behind the eight ball. Um, but it it was really interesting that there was only 27 people here or there. So we had three heats. Um, And then, you know, those who are familiar with iRacing, probably most people watching right now, whenever there's a session like that, where it has a set amount of heats and B mains and everything, if there's not enough people there, it'll, it'll adjust. And then now your, your B main and your C main don't, really show correctly you have to wait till you get there to see how many they're taking from each one or how many they're running or whatever um so we didn't know uh it took a little bit of math between you me and colin to figure out you know how they were going to do it uh so it was it was going to be 12 transferring out of the heats and then uh four from each lcq so you and i were in the same heat You were starting right behind. Oh, I remember now. So I I started fifth. You started seventh. Yep. Um, I'll go first. My perspective of that heat, um, I got a good start. Uh, They had kind of been running the bottom mostly uh, in heat one, so that was what I was going to try to stick. Thankfully, I'm starting on the inside. I wanted a little bit of a gap the guy in front of me who i can't remember who it was in front of me maybe chase hardy maybe robbie buchanan maybe and um i wanted a little bit of a gap so that going into one on the bottom with presumably a car in on my outside i would have room to charge and try to get the car to rotate without worrying about killing the person in front of me it all worked out came out of one and two uh i believe in fourth um And got up, was rolling in fourth uh, for two or three laps. Uh, Augustine, Mike Augustine, was able to kind of get below me uh, on, I think, the back straightaway. uh, And then we were kind of too wide for a little bit. In three and four, pulled him. He got up beside me, I think, near the end of the front straightaway. Uh we made a little bit of contact going into one and two and uh Logan Herbert kind of got a little bit of a run and so we're going down the back stretch and I don't even know that we're three wide. I have no clue. I'm just up there on the outside. Me and Augie are like two wide if in my mind. I'm right up against the wall, he's right next to me. And then we go into three and four and all of a sudden, I get, we, me and Augustine get blasted into each other. And Herbert had basically forced it three wide going into turn three and, uh, and, and put, then pushed, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think that was the smartest move for him to force that three wide there going into turn one. I mean, three. Um, it's just not a smart, I, I just don't think it's a smart idea. If you're on the bottom and, you're trying to force it three wide, and uh, to turn three, even turn one at Williams Grove. You just got too much momentum. If you can't hold it down, you're gonna kill the guys on the outside. And uh, but you know he, uh, that's what happened. Me and Augustine obviously got together, and I thought I was gonna turn him because I I was lifting, I was lifting all the way out. He was just stuck on my front end. Uh, But Herbert drove away. I drove away. Augustine drove away. So Herbert got the final transfer. I finished fifth and Augustine finished sixth. I still, still a little upset at Herbert for that, but whatever. It's water under the bridge at this point, I guess. Yep. So what happened? uh, What happened for you? Because that, Uh, yours did not last nearly as long.
1: (laughs) I didn't even make it out of. One and two, I don't think. Mm. Um,
0: Care to explain?
1: Had a good restart. Um, was on your tail, mm-hmm. on the bottom. And came out of the turn three wide. And I felt like I was in a position to run the bottom and be fine, but got pushed down into the inside wall and died Mm-hmm. hard. Yeah.
0: We went back and watched the replay. Um, You were on the bottom, was in a position to exit the corner as close to that, where the wall starts on the inside as possible. I mean, you were there. You were going to be there. Um, You had a car to your outside that was about a half lane away from you. And then that was ethan toter correct yeah and then barrett bishop was on his outside yes um and to me it looked like ethan just came down like he, he had no reason to um you know maybe it was just a little bit of a lack of awareness the lap one turn one jitters um but there was plenty of room for all three of you, yeah. all three of you to exit that corner cleanly. Uh, I mean, really, if anything, he could have rubbed up against Barrett a little bit, but he didn't have right. to do either, and he ended up coming down too far and basically just fucking, <laughs> just forcefully putting me into the wall. Yeah, you know the old NASCAR Dirt to Daytona game whenever I would run against the AI all the time at Martinsville, there was a wall, uh, like near one of the pit exits, I think yeah. the pit exit. And I would always yeah. push them all the way down. They would be, we'd be going full speed and I just push them down right into that wall as they're going full speed. And I just blow right. Bomb. That's exactly what it looked like to me where you were side by side, you just get pushed down and then you're gone and he's gone the other direction. It was, uh, it wasn't, the ideal start not, for you.
1: Not no no not very fun. No, uh yeah, jumped um jumped qualifying. And then got put into the inside berm. So we had to start I don't even know, our P eight in the heat race. hmm You mean the our B main. Yeah. The B main. And
0: it wasn't that hot? Yeah, I mean
1: you you were I kind a... of got held up a little yeah. bit in a few spots, and I try to be patient. I guess I should have been a little bit more aggressive, and but it's a tough track to pass on
0: in, Very... in ten laps or eight laps. You know, I mean, yeah. Uh, but you just—it looked like there, you know, because I was in the next LCQ, and it looked like there that the car just needed a little something. Uh, once yeah, you but... finally once you finally did get in a spot where everybody's like, all right, we're kind of chill, then you could start trying to make your move, and you just there was nothing there for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it was uh, yeah, not not my best night, and probably the probably the worst pro series night I've had in a while, including like last year. Yeah, I mean you you're hella
0: consistent, um, even your off day. You know, even one of your off days is usually still a decent run or a great run uh, for someone like me. Um, So then it was my turn starting pole of a B main, uh, taking the top four. Uh, I remember asking you after your LCQ, like, what does the car need? Because I think we could both. Or all three of us, me, you, and Colin, we could all tell that, like, the car needed something. And, of yeah. course, me and you running the same setups. Uh, it was kind of like, all right, what are we going to do here? Um, and you made a call. Colin agreed with it. We loaded it in. Um, it was good for about two laps. I don't even know if it was. I don't know, man. Look, I'm going to say this. All right. Kiefer. Kiefer. I've been driving your sets for a year and a half, two years now. Colin started helping us recently with the late model stuff. I've been driving his sets for over two years. And all of the setups that you guys have sent me, I feel like that was the first one that you missed on, you know? Yeah. And you admitted it. After that, after that LCQ, you were like, yeah, that's on me, right? You right. said that. Um so as frustrating as it was to kind of feel like it wasn't me, you know, it was like damn that setup just wasn't it. As frustrating as that was, if I really look at it, I've been given so many sets that have always just been so fast. 1 out of however many, I mean, it's not a bad ratio. Uh I could kind of tell right off the bat. I got a decent jump, but then I felt like I had no stick in one and two right there in the first corner, uh, you know, Dylan Wilson and I think Chase Hardy were all over me. Uh, and, and it just, it snowballed from there. I was like, come on, like, there's gotta be something like, I, I didn't feel like it was me, but I was like, maybe the setup will eventually come in. And, I just kept slipping back. I'm like, come on, dude! I started pole this thing, and we're taking top four, which is two more than usual. And I'm gonna, and I slipped all the way back to fifth, and I just had nothing once they got by me. I mean, they were just gone, and uh, it was frustrating. But like I said, you know, all the setups that you and Colin have given me over uh, over the the course of you know my career of working with you guys, uh, that one, I mean. That's uh, that's fair to have, I mean, really just one setup where I'm like, damn, that wasn't very good. That's, that's pretty good. Um, so neither of us made the feature, um, which was kind of tough, but why, what, what are you talking about? Hannah, thank you Kiefer for your participation in the class discussion. Are you um, all right? I'm fine. You you a little exhausted from the heat today, dude? I'm dying. Low it's, key. it's hot in here. I gotta be honest, but <clears throat> you know it, it was tough. I think the only other race this season that we both haven't made was Cedar Lake. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: so we both sat that one out uh, in silence. I should I should mention. Um, but I was, I was very upset, but I, I stayed and I watched, um, kind of, a a bit of a boring race, a doozy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I feel like last year's, I feel like last year's Williams Grove race was a little bit better. This one just, I was watching a lot of the guys up front, um, and I didn't really see much, uh. But, you know, it uh it was just Evan and Blake up front or Blake and Evan, I guess I should say, because Blake was leading and uh it just kinda seems like right now those two if if they're up front they're they're tough to get around. Don't you
1: agree? They are. They don't make mistakes really. And like the one mistake the one mistake Evan's made was uh, Cedar Lake, he got tied that one time, mm-hmm. yeah. And <coughs> Wilson Rumsey, wow! Wilson Rumsey.
0: Speaking of Rumsey, Rumsey got third. Um, yeah, he he sucks. Hey, Rumsey, Rumsey has been doing really, really well this season. He has,
1: he has. Uh,
0: picked
1: he's up his a, he's first win, a, uh, Knoxville
0: yes at knoxville yeah um and i feel like he's been podium a lot uh so you know he's
1: there um maybe he just needs to put his tongue back in his mouth you know (laughs) yeah dude rumsey
0: rumsey's i I think they should leave the camera on rumsey the whole time speaking of which you know they had the camera on me um during my lcq did you see that
1: mid rage. yeah
0: yeah, mid rage. Um wow. that one that I was like, man, of course, like I, I never get that animated um whenever shit's not really going my way. Um, at least not on the camera. But that one fucking time I'm like ah, I can't I can't do anything. And I'm like, ah and <laughs> the camera's right on me, and I'm like I go back and watch the broadcast uh the next day and I was like wow of course it would be on me right then which uh kind of I mean Darby uh John Darby messaged me and was we were talking about it and he was like I mean it was cool to see some emotion really that's what he said about it that camera being on me at that point yeah. um and I feel like I feel like the uh the emotion is kind of I don't know maybe it's because you know kendall was kind of a little bit animated last week winning his second uh race and in, um in, in pro series and his first of the season but honestly man there's there's a kind of a lack of emotion uh whenever there's these interviews and uh, people racing um yeah and i think that's just because it's always blake or evan or You know, Rumsey's gotten to the point where he's used to being up there um, in these Pro Series races and getting interviews. And uh, I think if if I was to get an interview, like for example, if I would have finished, if I if I would have won the heat whenever I qualified pole at Port Royal, that would have been that would have been a great interview. Right. That would have been that would have been a, a good interview. I would have I would have really made a spectacle of it.
1: Well now it's kind of just like um uh, what's uh what's it called? Licensing? Oh no. That's what's um like not predicted. What do you call that? Expected. Yeah. It's it's If you don't finish what's expected now, you're upset. But whenever you do what you're expected to, it's what you're expected to. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't like how I feel, like what, the way it goes now and why it's like that.
0: I don't know. I mean,
1: I guess my uh, – how did
0: that heat go, by the way? We're not going to talk about that Port Royal heat one. All right. They well, actually canceled it. It actually got rained out. Rained uh, yep. out, so unfortunate. Um, but I qualified pole, so whatever. Um, but I mean, I feel like a lot of the guys that, like myself, I feel like that just haven't had the success in Pro Series. Despite it being my second season, still just nothing really to write home about. I, I would definitely show some emotion in in the 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 interview if I if I had one, because. As much as I can win an official, like a really high official or a hosted race or all these wins, a pro qualifier win, like it still means more in the pro series. And so even just to top three, I would, I would be so stoked and I would show a ton of emotion, uh, in in that setting, in that interview, you know what I mean? Compared to you. I mean, you didn't imagine know. making your
1: bed because you're going to be on stream. Yes, he does it every exactly. week,
0: every single week, right before. So while we're waiting on our uh, special guest here, um, I even
1: put up, I even put up my check.
0: Yeah, yeah. Check that out. The check behind you. You want to well, bring that a little closer? When? Don't, don't forget to take off your headphones if you're going to go do that. Yank them things I out. It. I
1: think I can make it Oh? Yeah, that's not happening.
0: Boom. Looky there, ladies and gentlemen. One thousand fifty seven dollars made out to Damian Kiefer. Guy is, uh has just been wheeling it this year in the B mod. Um ooh. Watch that! Watch that!
1: Whoa! Huh? Whoa. What happened? What happened? Whoa! Nothing. Nothing. We're about to get demonetized.
0: Yeah, exactly. Can't have that. We'll have to edit that out in in post production. So, uh, while we're waiting on our uh, on our um, special guest, um, you know, we've been talking throughout this entire podcast uh series every episode i feel like we bring it up that we have these certain complaints some issues with this new build that we have right 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 yes um and i uh i mean we 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 complain not really complain But there are a couple of things that we've really been hammering home, uh, in, in this podcast, like, you know, uh, about the track, about tire wear, about, you know, the rubber, so to speak. Um, and, uh, we have been given the honor to, uh, officially announce that in the 2023 season four update coming next month uh, early september um dirt oval will be getting some some changes uh to kind of address some of these issues that we've been bringing up um so essentially what we can expect um without getting too specific on like real numbers and stuff like that uh is that <clears throat> the uh the tire wear tire wear will be a little bit less aggressive um it won't be so drastic i guess you could say right now we've kind of felt like it's a little much i mean wouldn't you agree
1: kind of yes yeah, so and no it, it is cuz yeah i would i would uh say it is because even like in my real car like 50 laps Oh, well, I'm running a 60 lapper, so I'll be able to t- determine that pretty well. But I don't know. It Yes and no. It, I think the tire wear thing could be better if you had like a softer or a hard tire. Yeah, like options. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because it's not, it's not a one size fits all thing, you know. It, right.
1: Because I feel it, like we're on like a so- it's based off a soft tire. Right. That's what, and it, it doesn't work. It's right. It's got no grip. Which, slick.
0: unfortunately, that's not, a, that's not in the update. It's not like we're getting different tire compounds, but, um, I guess it would be more like now we're always going to be on a hard tire. Um, with that, that's not an official thing, but if you wanted to equate it to something, it's like, they're giving us a harder tire. Um, and then, uh, we will also have the tracks, the tracks will wear out quicker in the update. Uh, obviously don't know exactly how much quicker, uh, last build it was, very quick how how fast the tracks wore out in this current build it's very slow so quicker is what i is what we're told um the uh the they said that the goal is to make it so that running through the slick is less advantageous later in a race like we've been seeing um so like at cedar lake where everyone ran right through the slick the entire feature and it, the it rubber. looked like it was rubber um yeah hopefully that that's uh hopefully that's been adjusted um apparently tracks are going to be a little bit have the uh, ability to be more bumpy uh, right now i feel like we get some bumps occasionally usually near the bottom Or the middle and it kind of goes away uh as as the track wears out um but that's going to be a little bit more prevalent um and then the uh the visuals right now one of the things that i've been complaining about the most is that the tracks just don't match visually how they feel Right? Right. Like, if, if, <clears throat> if it's light brown right now on this build, the light brown is like slick. Right? Yeah. And the dark brown, uh, like what looks like mud is the fastest. Uh, the slick isn't even really all that slick. I mean, none of it matches up.
1: And The mud matches, like mud should be fast.
0: Well, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be, I don't think the mud should be as fast as, uh, like it shouldn't be slick, but it shouldn't be as fast as like that light brown.
1: I think what we're missing is like the slick, the slick needs to be adjusted.
0: Yeah. And apparently, um, so yeah, that, that's about it. That's, uh, that's what we should be able to expect from the, uh, the update. Uh, in September, a lot of issues, um, I'm not going to say addressed, but adjusted. Um, maybe Brett saying, so I'm going to have to turn my racing line off. Maybe, 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 uh, we'll have to see. I'm excited though, because, um, if, if this is fixed, if, if these things are done the right way and, they're, uh, they're in a positive direction, I feel like, you know, these last two races, uh, or the last two races, because Eldora next week will be on what we have, and then we'll have the update. Uh, not next week, maybe next week, I don't know. But we have a, a bye week, so to speak, after Eldora. And then uh, Lincoln and Charlotte will be after the build. So hopefully Lincoln and Charlotte will be much, much better racing than we've seen uh, so far in this build. When? When. So, I'm answering. Um,
1: oh, no. Squidward fell. I know that's scary. Yeah,
0: was that? Is that on your wheel? It's,
1: yeah. What the hell? Did I just find the balance of things? I'm just not good. That's,
0: that's a little weird, pal. So speaking of Eldora coming up, what uh what are we expecting
1: results results um top 10. that's what uh that's the goal for me myself and i yeah yeah
0: i i feel like what we have um what we have built for port royal and uh knoxville should work really well uh, at Eldora. We had to make a lot of changes to uh, the the Q sorry. Stuck set. Yeah, you know, Q Stuck uh, is what we're calling it. Um, we had to make a lot of changes yeah. to that to to work for Williams Grove. And I feel like we won't really have to make as many changes for Eldora. And I've I've always loved Eldora, one of my favorite tracks, even though it can get very top dominant. I just I love that place. Um, I'm I'm hoping again to make the feature but more than that you know what I mean like last year I ran uh, I think I finished 12th there uh, ran in the top 10 for a little bit um, I don't know I, I really think if if what we have for qualifying is as good as I think it is you know we should be able to qualify well and set ourselves up both of us for a good run at Eldora even though um, I got a feeling that It'll it'll go very top dominant very quickly. Hopefully not. I hope not, but I I could see it. Um, it is. I think, yeah, and I don't know if they'll ever be able to fix that. Um,
1: unless you hopefully, know. hopefully there's a gnarly curve that whenever you hit it, you fly over the wall. That would be cool. That would be neat. Yeah, I agree.
0: So, do you now think? That your real life experience at Eldora is going to help you at all next week. I have a feeling maybe qualifying because all I'm going to do is stand on it. Yeah, stand on it.
2: That's one thing stand I'm glad though. that
0: we can do on this new build is we can really freaking stand on it. You know, we talked about that last week with Kendall. Is that this new build we're really able to stand on it and at a track? I mean, I remember whenever the new build first came out, Eldora was the track that we were testing at. For most yeah. of that day, um, and I just love the fact that at a track like Eldora, where you should just be fucking standing on it, that's what we're doing. Uh, so I like that a you lot. Do,
1: you do you do more than
0: stand on it, Eldora. Oh, uh, here we go. Now he's now he's talking. Now he's talking. Uh, is a, you, I've actually raced there before, guys. Okay, all right.
1: You, you do more than stand on it. You, uh, you're what you do is you, you hit your foot on the gas pedal and then you lock your brake foot behind your gas pedal foot <laughs> and you don't fucking lift <laughs> that's that's eldora
0: uh just standing on it which you just, you were in a uh we're in a modified with a little bit less horsepower than what we have in our i racing super, super late, late models. models A little smaller yeah. tire but um oh, yeah. a little less dig i don't know man you got a lot of dig in that thing
1: wheelie nation man
0: we haven't talked too much about um your real life racing let me get my camera to focus here if it'll focus yeah, there it goes to,
1: there it is see i told it to we uh
0: we haven't really talked too much about your real life racing um on the podcast i don't feel like uh i mean
1: it's because i suck no
0: you definitely don't suck um, you've, you've won quite a few races this year I mean I remember last year Wasn't it last year where you got
1: the monkey off your back? Right you got your yeah, first win? Last year It was like last year Like a year ago Like last Thursday Yeah when I, oh, Of my first official win First official And now, and now we got
0: 15 on the year 15 on the year And I, I, yeah. I You know I don't I don't want to say, uh, you know, you know, it's not, it's not, no, it's not it. I, I just, I feel like I called it. Um, once you finally got that monkey off your back, I was like, now he's going to start. Now he's got that off his shoulders. He can really start to build. And, and I, 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 saw a lot of wins coming, uh, this year, but to be honest, not as many as, as you've gotten, you've, you've been really successful. What's the, what's the stat? If you really want to get into it, I mean, the amount of races this, that you've ran versus the amount of races that you've won.
1: Uh, I think I've ran a total of like 32 nights so far, um, 15 wins, uh, almost like 50%, s- seven, seven DNFs and five of them, we were leading the race. And then I haven't finished outside the top five. Have you maybe t- maybe twice or three times this year? Whenever I finished,
0: yeah. And you had you finished thirteenth at Eldora, correct? Yeah. But I, I mean, mean you were the, running basically with the, old... the B mod against A mod competition <laughs> at, at Eldora. Eldora.
1: So, and I think if the really cars impressive. were better, we would have had a top ten there as well. But, but y'all have
0: got something figured out with that car. I mean,
1: little dig, not a lot. Little. I don't. I don't want to brag
0: on you or your car. Um, but I'm going to, I think you really have probably one of the best B mods in the country. Um, and
1: dude, just, just wait till we get a little bit more grunt. It's it, uh, we'll be coming for that. A mod. Hell yeah. Boys. I racing 25 wants to know, uh,
0: when are they going to tell you if you're going to the dome?
1: Whenever they tell me, I have no idea on that boss. Hmm. The last person asked that. No, well, you haven't missed your hero.
0: No, you haven't missed your hero, Honeycut, because actually um, he is coming yeah. on right now. Let's bring Hello, him Steve. in. Yep. Let's bring him in. Yeah. Caden, I think you are muted right now. But uh, we got Caden Honeycut in here <laughs> with yeah. us.
2: There he is. I'm here. Hello. I'm Hello. sorry, stupid. Dang meeting dang caught me for. Almost an hour more than I thought it was going to be, but we're here. We'll talk sure. racing?
0: Talk some racing? Hell yeah! I yeah. guess you're on your phone. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm on my phone. In, is it a good quality or is it bad? Oh, it, it ain't sounds too fine. bad. It, it's it's all you, right.
1: you kind of you kind of sound like Tanner Branch, which is I don't know if that's an insult or a compliment, <laughs> but it's it'll work.
2: I won't take it as either because I don't even know who it is.
1: That, that's fine.
0: Uh, Hey, now, easy now. Tanner Branch is the, uh, I think, the top guy at GRT now, correct? Yeah, he is. Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: Yes, I I know what that is.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, anyways, um, Caden Honeycutt, welcome to the podcast. Uh, You currently sit ninth in the World of Outlaws uh, points. You picked up a fourth place finish at William Williams Grove, you're also a Coke Series driver. Um, uh, I think this is your second year in Coke Series, correct? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and you drive, and I should add, successfully drive, and seems to can win in just about anything IRL. I mean, you've you've ran really well. I don't know, have you won with the Cars Tour?
2: I have. Yeah, I've I've been fortunate to have three wins in Cars Tour in the past couple of seasons. Yeah. Um, I've been this is my uh, second year running, trying to run trucks, been doing it on a part-time uh, basis here and there to, uh, to try to pursue a run, a, obviously run a full season in, in the NASCAR tracks and truck series. But um, yeah, I've, I've been trying to do the truck series stuff, then a part-time deal there, and then I ran some market stuff back in like 2018, 2019, I, I think, um, just a couple of times. But um, but now I've been trying to do the NASCAR world, just trying to make it, try to be a cop driver one day, but also done the uh, dirt late model stuff. The crate car series is what I do. I, I do the 604 um, yeah. with the Crate USA rules. Everybody's mm-hmm. pretty familiar with that. I'm sure that listens to the podcast. Um, been very fortunate to have success in that. Uh, but yeah, I've been, man, I just try to get my hands on anything, anything that I can race to be successful at. I feel like if you can be successful, um, definitely in the, in the dirt world, I definitely think you can be successful in the asphalt world. And um, the success I've had in the dirt world with modified and stuff like that is, um, it, it has definitely turned the driver in, in where I'm at today. Um, and that's where I credit all to is, is, is the dirt world for sure.
0: So, I mean, you, it just kind of blows my mind the, the amount of stuff that you race. I mean, you're a Coke series driver. A, a pro dirt oval driver, you run all this shit IRL. Like, how, what, how do you have all this time? Like, what? Where? Well, what, that's where, why he's on the phone right now.
2: <laughs> well, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't. But I just, I somehow, man, I just, I, I just love doing it. Um, and I will always find a way to make it happen. And you know, during the Coke stuff, I, um, I wanted to do the Water of Outlaw stuff last year, but um, unfortunately, they didn't have the series last year, so I was like, "All right, so I'll just do Coke Series this year." And um, you know, I made it into that, and I dedicated all my time to it. And man, doing doing almost fifteen hundred to uh, almost a uh, two thousand laps a week was just was just so freaking difficult to keep up with. And um, I can now it's a
1: full time job.
2: Yeah, it just it really is, and it's so hard to to do that, especially with those guys. I, I'd say at least more than half the field is, is dedicated to tor- towards doing that. And I work a six to six to five, six to six job every day now. And it's it, it has definitely cut me back a lot a lot more than what it has in the past. Um, I was able to have live off some savings that I've had and that was what I was doing during the Coke series. And now this year I'm not able to do that, so now I'm having to work and I think that's why my dirt success is a little bit better than my freaking Coke successes because, you know, I, every day, you know, every week that we show up to the Coke series stuff now, I'm either showing up on Sunday the week right before the week of the race or showing up the Monday week of the race, and I'm just having to learn everything and try to figure out how ins and outs of what I need. and uh, And then I go into the race, and then there's one small thing I'm doing wrong, And that can turn me from running fifteenth or win, or run thirtieth. And the dirt series doesn't do that, you know. Dirt series, you can either drive the damn race car or you can't. Um, And that's (laughs) that's why, that's why the dirt stuff is just. I'm not saying it's easier, but it's just a more of a natural feel, and I don't have to put in fifteen thousand laps a week to figure out a car. Right. Um, It's pretty. It's pretty set in stone, with slick. It's slick as slick the tacky's tacky you know yeah car's gonna turn left it's gonna be a little free it's gonna be a little free
1: yeah Uh, and that's that's what i like about the dirt world and like especially like with my current dirt success and your dirt success as well um just like running different lines and see you can visually it's a almost a visual thing and then you were asphalt so probably i've never had the experience to raise asphalt but I imagine is a little bit more trickier and not as and uh yeah there's there's a little bit more obstacles
2: yeah and also you're at you're at the mercy of obviously at the mercy of dirt people but uh, i mean you're at the mercy of asphalt people like depending on people to push depending on people to actually work with you you know the tire model was so finicky in that series and you have to rely on people working with you there you don't have to have tire management you don't have to have all this crap it's you to make it to make it uh make your run worthwhile and but in coke you have to like you have to be patient you have to um conserve your tires you can't push the guy in front of you you have to um like you gotta run the same line like there's all you can't do the stuff on dirt I mean, you can't do this stuff on asphalt. You can on dirt. And that's why I think that that series is just, it's just more natural to it's me. Um, so that's, why that's what I like to do. And that's why I think I'm just simply better at it. than I am on the asphalt on the side of eye racing.
0: Caden, um, um you know that. I think, uh, one of our chatters wants to know, uh, what, what do you do for work? And he's curious if it's related to racing.
2: Uh yes, um I work at Nice Motorsports uh, on the Truck Series team that um, that I'm trying to drive for for next year, and I have a few races with this year. Um, I'm a basically a suspension specialist. Like I I put gears in, I I bring, I do rear end stuff. Um, I basically all the stuff that goes underneath the truck. Um, I I assemble it and I put it on the truck. Um, and that that is my job is to make sure everything is has the right um, right fittings, you know, the right um, specifications. Yeah, the right the right truck arm snouts and all that type of stuff. I can, uh, I can imagine that's details. a pretty
1: tedious job.
2: Yeah, and thankfully, you know, with our engineers, we ha- we have build sheets, and the build sheets that we get every week have exactly what um, what truck arm slots and stuff like that that need to go on the truck. So I can just go down look at the You and go all right this is what we're running this week and i'll yeah. put them in without having to ask anybody
1: right which is nice to have the little to-do list and uh get to work with race cars that's always a uh it's almost not like a job if you enjoy the sport you know what i mean yeah like, uh, like we all say we hate working on the stuff and we all do we all do hate it but we love it why like why else would we do it you know
2: yeah i, I think mean it's pretty sweet i whenever we're going out when we have to go outside to work on our car we're not just going oh i gotta work on this thing i gotta do this i gotta do that no it's we, just like well we got to figure out how to win next week or yeah, you know yeah. i'm just gonna go and figure out how to make this better um yeah. and, and not enjoy it or complain about it or throw fit you know it's 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 fun and it's something that you want to do every weekend that you have off
1: right yeah it is frustrating like so, like especially like, like a driver like you um like the caliber like not winning is frustrating and then whenever you do get a win and then you 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 know the grind to it and that's why it's so special of a sport and even like your run 17th to 4th this week at Williams Grove like you grinded that feature you uh worked your tail off and got it done
2: yeah just and that was a really big shocker to me was you know Williams Grove is has not been a great racetrack. Hell, I mean, you kicked my butt in the one of the official races. And <laughs> yeah, all of sudden, like
1: I, I sucked. I dude, I it's because I, I I missed qualifying and I was terrible. I but. missed
2: uh, I missed qualifying completely. Uh, I didn't even get to turn a lap. So yeah, I tried yeah. to be a big brain and go test five to ten percent track state on an offline session and then come in and then think I was going to nail it and I would not even load in fast enough to put a freaking lap in. Damn. Oh, but no, I, you know, I I was I got that one official race in. I was like, okay, I get the idea of what I need to do and what I need to be better yeah, on.
1: That that was the one official race that I ran as well, and I was like, okay, here's what I got to do, and I yeah. didn't capitalize and like you did, but you're your wheel, um, you've always had success in almost everything you've done. I think it's a. What should we say? This talent. Yeah,
0: I mean, for sure. Well, like as far as multi faceted anything you set in i mean you're insanely talented
1: like i can drive a ump like my modified like a dream but i'm telling you right now i drop in one of those cars tour cars like you drive i'm probably running 38th i don't know how many cars to start to race but 38th <laughs> would be a good estimation
2: uh, it's just I and mean, it, i've been fortunate to be able to do it so long. i've been blessed to be able to race the stuff i have raced in my life and my career you know i've 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 been able to have the experience to show up to a race, like for example, for the Irish thing, for for the dirt world, and then I know exactly what to expect for the Coke world. And I'm able to take my two different driving styles and have the mindset of what I need to be doing to be successful and know how to drive this, know how to drive that, and not have to, you know, go through the whole process over and over again and not know what to do instead of showing up and I know exactly what to do and I know how to do it. Um right. and that's one of the things that I've been able to learn over time in real life that I've been able to transfer in i in racing and you really just I mean, obviously you, you can't really just buy that. Um, you just have to experience right. it for yourself and that's just one of the things that I think is so different from um, from doing the both series.
1: So So my mine- my, no, you my go next you question yeah, is, yeah, yeah. my next question is I have a lot of people and I'm sure that you do as well come up to me at the racetrack or text me online and just say hey is high race is i racing really that close or comparable does it really help what are what are your thoughts on it because I have a few opinions on it and I would like just curious if if your thoughts are um similar to mine
2: um mainly for the for the asphalt side um the the cup car and stuff like that no um the truck the truck is very similar to what i thought it would be it's just faster than what it's supposed to be if that makes sense yes but the grip level still feels there right it's just it's it's too fast
0: Um, on i racing it's too fast
2: yes okay um on the dirt world i feel like everything is kind of exaggerated a little farther than what it needs to be at i agree as far as as far as a level of me wanting to get an iRacing racing car and then go and transfer that to real life it's not realistic but but it gives you the idea and that yeah. is all iRacing racing is supposed to do is give you the idea on how to approach what you're about to get into or run this week or run the next week and, you know, show up to these racetracks and not have the experience, but it gives you the idea on, on how to do it. Um, yes. And that's what the sim is really designed me for is to be ready for a weekend's race, not to be able to transfer Irish in your real life. Cause you can't do some of the stuff you can on, right. on sim, You can't realize, like br- but
1: like the brake pedal, uh, I'm not salty. Can, Sorry.
2: <laughs> you can just do the. Um, I mean, you can just do that type of stuff. Of just give you the idea on what you need to be doing.
1: Right. So, and I no, go ahead, Keith. I agree. I I agree with him. I it, I think I think it does help. Like just like circumstantially, it helps. And you can kind of, like, see how you need to do certain things. Asphalt side, I don't really know enough. But the dirt side, yes, there are a lot of things exaggerated. But I think, like, your lifting points are pretty similar. And how you approach just racecraft, I think, is one of the biggest things that I took from iRacing.
2: Yeah. And like because of iRacing, I was able to build the racecraft I have offline and be able to transfer it into a real life um i was giving people like way too much space in real life and then you know more and more i raced the more and more i i got more comfortable with it and it just kind of just it kind of just clicked um yes i i don't know why i don't know why but it just it just did and you know being able to race every single hour of the day it will do that Um, right and that's what i tell like Uh, some of the kids, you know, that asked me in our our race face group say, well, what do you do iRacing for? I said, well, I use it as a tool. I don't get on to race rookie street stocks and destroy half the field for fun. I get on it to actually do something and be better at something I wasn't good at yesterday or last weekend's race. Um, and what just iRacing does, you're able to race every hour on different types of tracks and being able to do stuff that you just can't do in real life or you don't have to buy.
1: Right, and I think that's great. Which one of the key parts of like who I've become personally as a driver is from the iRacing, and I think a lot of people respect my racecraft most of all out of anything—not just the speed or the success I've had or anything—but I can race everyone to the limit without touching them. And have banger races with them, and I, it, I think that's what I struggled with at first was just spacings and where I need to be and how I need to be and kind of expect what the other person's gonna do and preparing myself for it was kind of a, all fun to click together, like you said. And it's uh, it's kind of cool to hear like how you use it compared to how I would use it because the way you think about it's a little bit differently than I think about it, and I I, I like I think I like the way that you think about it
2: yeah just you know i i can't just get on obviously and you now and and start wrecking people or running the side of right. guys. If you if you actually look at some of these guys posts like william byron and, and some of these people that are known to be just straight hacks on iRacing they'll comment on stuff on on social media on how how crappy of an iRacing you are and how much of a wrecking ball you are so well uh well he's probably just gonna wreck the to feel because that's what he did on iRacing like he like for me yeah. i can't like, I don't ha- I can't have that type of reputation, especially since I don't right. have, have dollars to go up and move in, up in my career where I want to be at. So yes. I have to, I have to have some sort of, you know, brain cells to just not want to win an official race so bad and just wreck the guy for it. Right. So it, and that's, um, that's
1: kind of like how I am. Like, some days you just got to finish second, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure you've learned that. My, bad that. I've
0: learned that in officials and shit.
2: Like the good example was Monday night. Like I got the third, but once I got to Evan and Blake, like what was I supposed to do? The only thing I could have done, which I really could well have was just door them out of the way and put them in the fence. And I had at least five chances to do it, but I didn't do it because first of all, they're they are very well respected people and they've, they very much earn where they're at. Um, and also, like you know, it doesn't look good just doing that type of stuff, and you don't give respect that way from other no. people. Right? Yeah, uh, no, that,
1: and that's how, that's how I see it as well.
2: And now, since I, I think since I've done that, I feel like Evan and Blake would be like, "Well, you know, he really cut us breaks at Williams Grove, just raced us really cleanly, didn't put us in the fence, and he very well could have." Well, I'm just going to race the guy clean because he did that to me one week. But as soon as you overstep that boundary and piss somebody off. The boundary is gone. Like you, you, you you pretty much use your mulligan card for that week. Right. Um. Pretty much have a target on the back of your head everywhere you go if you're around them. Um. So I just feel like that way. Some people, maybe some, maybe I'm wrong, but you know, I, I try to like to think that way. Yeah. Uh, Drive others how you want to be
0: treated, or drive others how you want to be driven.
2: Yeah. And I feel like it's been a very well playing field this season. As honestly, this is the most playing field season I've ever seen. Uh, compared to coke coke is awful um
0: i will I don't, say
2: kate i can't express how much how much it just non-respectful driving and just over the head bonehead moves that we've had this season and it's it's taken me out a lot of races um and it's it's taken out a lot of other people on races and then now you're just bitching at each other and chirping at each other in the entire rest of the season and you're just wrecking each other and um it's just, it's just been not a great experience for, for the Coke series for me the past um, couple seasons. But I will say for, for as, as toxic, toxic as people think dirt world is this pro season has been very, uh, same. it has shocked me for sure.
1: Yeah. Honestly, same as well. Cause I expected a lot of drama, a lot. Um, and
2: there hasn't did, been much. Yeah. I just have not seen any of that. Um, I have not seen two people this year go at it every week running no. into each other. I just have not. I haven't seen it. Um, I agree. So, I want everybody for that, of course. I mean, should it be like that every week? Yeah. But is it really? No, because you have that crap in real life, too. You have had you have people that find yeah. each other out every week, and, and they'll screw with each other. Um, but this week, well, this year and this season in, in pro – has been uh has been very clean. Um I've been I've been very fortunate to race with I think a great group of people. Uh, yeah young included in that as well. We uh
1: hey, we had a little battle there for a little bit at I fifty five yeah we We he had to beat me in that damn heat race bro. Wow.
2: The the fence is uh, the fence is there. <laughs>
1: Sorry
0: <laughs> He said the fence is there, Keefer. Yeah. Dude <laughs> we've brought it up a couple of times Kaden, um on on yeah. episodes of this podcast that you throughout this this late model pro series have been one of the most aggressive drivers and not um recklessly aggressive just aggressive
1: aggressive yeah not like reckless, very but, yeah. aggressive
0: this year um in the pro series it's not it's kind of a level of aggression that i feel like we don't really see a lot and there's just been some moves that you throw that that work and i'm like holy shit like that was aggressive but he fucking pulled it off or you know he tried it and it didn't work out but he didn't kill anybody it's like you're just i just wanted to bring that up that you have had some aggressive moves this season
2: well Well, you know i obviously I, i try to i try to practice what i what i what i play like if I'm going to go into filter races and I'm going to pull moves and stuff like that. I want to make sure it works and make sure that I do it the right way. Because if I just do that and officials be like, Oh, whatever. I just wrecked that guy or run into, Oh, whatever, move on. And then I go into pro and I do stuff like that. Well, I actually have consequence consequences towards that. Right. Um, and also it's just flat out. It's flat out stupid. Like it really just be honest. This is flat out dumb. Yeah. Um, so I feel like you know, the move I made of Port Royal on the B Main, I thought that was pretty fair. Um, I had that move, you know, put on on me. I, I really, I still don't know why I, I got that put on me. But oh, you're talking about a,
0: Herbert. What's yeah. that?
2: No, it was, uh, I think I pulled it on on Augustine, and I pulled it oh, up. Oh yes, right. Yeah, that like, was yes. that
0: was. We talked about that on that on that episode. Was how aggressive you were in that B Main.
2: Yeah. And I was just like, well, I, I thought that was fair. I didn't think I did anything dumb, but I guess I did. I just learned from it and don't do it again. I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, in the Cedar Lake deal, that was my fault. I I completely came up on Toter and wrecked myself. Like, I deserve that. Yeah. Um, but no, it you know, like the rest this whole season, I've I feel like I've been trying to, you know, you have to be aggressive in order to put yourself in a good position. Yes, um,
1: because every spot matters in every race. Like. It, it,
2: yeah, especially in the heat. Like heat, yes. heat races are, are. I mean, obviously they're key, but like they're extra key when it comes down to second, third, and fourth. Yes. Um So, I feel like uh, this year I've been very fair with the you know the heat races that I've been in and the people I've raced. And hopefully, people feel the same way. If not, they can you know respectfully they can tell me to go screw myself and have a nice. Yes, <laughs> Um You know, oh, you i a sandwich. To yeah i'll learn from it. you know be better for the next one and you know qualify better run up front better like figure out how to heat race you know don't put myself in that position to have to do that right. um and that's just that's just kind of things that i try to work on and uh to be better at
0: so i got a I got two questions one from uh from mario in chat uh the other one i have a question to you about but the one from mario is uh-huh. uh do any do any of us have pre race rituals or superstitions? Um Caden, you can go first on that one.
2: Yeah, absolutely. No freaking chicken. No um, chicken. I swear Dude. to you, Wow. I, I write it down in blood. Um there <laughs> three straight weeks. I started on pole and I think it was a was a Factory Stock, Jessica? Was Spormod. it, it was four mod or Factory Stock? One of the two. I can't remember what it was. Uh, I started pulling every feature and I got wrecked in every single, uh, all three of those weeks and the one week I did not eat chicken. I started 12th and I, and I won the A main and ever since I do not do it. And one of the dominion there was this year, car steward, uh, one of my, my crew chief, his name is Jason. We started third and we were running third for like 25 laps and all of a sudden a random right front hub melts in half and destroys our race and well, not destroys our car, but takes us out of the race and i go and you know ask him about an hour or so later say hey what i'm just curious what did you actually eat he goes chicken uh-huh. i go no did you actually eat chicken he goes yeah i did i was like oh well that's why we uh that's why we broke so it's goes, it's not you just think? you
0: it's the whole crew nobody can eat chicken that
2: day no absolutely not wow you did. You my crew that night i'm sorry <laughs> wow i've wow. heard
1: this i've heard the chicken thing like Multiple times. No,
2: absolutely no green touches my race car.
0: <laughs>
1: wow, green? you are
0: way more superstitious yeah. than I thought you would be, dude. Caden. I'm
1: eating chicken. I'm eating chicken. My car is green, dude. I, I, I got my it, the, my number zero, and then I got like another little number thirteen in it. Like I'm super, super I, the opposite of superstitious.
2: Do it numbers for me. I think any, you can run any number you want.
0: I did, it's just blowing my mind I, I figured the amount that you raced like any superstitions just kind of went out the window you Dude, know
2: I promise you one of my and I got another one one of my teammates <laughs> went to Franklin County last year in Carster, his name was Bobby and uh I started 12th he started like 6th he, me and him were 3rd and 4th by like lap 40 or something we were ridiculous fast and then he had a parts failure and guess what his entire crew and him ate uh before the race Chicken. Barbecue chicken. <laughs>
0: yep. Wow, I mean, yep. you have facts to back it up. I'll give you that. It doesn't seem too too superstitious if you got the facts to back it up.
1: I the mean,
2: chicken. I think there has been a couple of weeks, like, here and there. I've ate chicken and got away with it. But I'm telling you, the times that I did eat chicken and I knew it without even, like, when I do know that I'm doing it, I, it it's bad news. You don't want I'm telling hand you, hand it. it's bad news. I so,
1: like chicken though That's a that's you know? a superstition
2: oh, Do you me, have dude, any a... yeah.
1: Like Chick-fil-A Raising Cane's, Zaxby's Like Bojangles oh. Come on bro
2: like... I'm gonna have to try it,
0: it Not eating chicken it
2: hurt. It
0: hurt So it hurt. That's a uh, That's a superstition Do you have any pre-race rituals Like anything you gotta I'm... do before
2: No No honestly Um I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I don't really do anything. Um, I kind just, <laughs> I, I just wait. I wait for stuff to go happen, and I just, I just either I get in the car and go, or just drink my water, and before I get in, and then just, and then just go.
0: So, Keith, what, uh, what about you? Any? It sounds like you don't have any superstitions. Any, any pre-race rituals?
1: Superstitions? No. Um, pre-race rituals besides staring down the racetrack for an hour, trying to just figure out what the racetrack is gonna do.
0: Facetime me.
1: Facetime Nathan on the way to the bathroom. Uh huh. That's a ritual. Uh-huh. Um.
2: Facetime meets. You said.
1: Yeah, I Facetime Nathan whenever I'm going to the bathroom, usually at the racetrack. Oh. Yeah. Maybe I'll have
2: to do Tanner
1: then. Yeah. yeah. Um. We can do a three-way call next time. That works. I'm, I'm I had a shower that. curtain as my door Saturday, dude. With a I whole, had a massive, yeah, well, massive hole that on big. it. And that was and the it was door. Right literally... Was. Oh, it was hilarious. Man, dirt tracks, man. God can't beat them.
0: <laughs> Gotta love them Midwest dirt tracks. and shitholes out in the middle of nowhere. Um, oh, so, uh, my answer... I don't really have any superstitions. Um... The only pre-race ritual that i really like doing is i get home from work of course my pre-race ritual is just for pro series races because i'm not like y'all i don't I don't race irl but Win. essentially get home from work um i like to i usually like to get home from work uh eat a little bit make some laps then play rocket league with Kiefer and hannah and then about 30 45 minutes before the race get back on iRacing make a couple more laps and then and then start it so that's my pre-race ritual um my other question for you Caden last question that I have for you is um how how are you feeling going into uh into Eldora I mean you're ninth in points you just came off fourth place finish um what how are you feeling about Eldora next week
2: Uh, you know with the with the new update it's definitely uh I I wouldn't say it's helped or, or hurt me I've I've always struggled with running the fence at Eldora on a consistent basis, and I think it's harder for me now because of the way the new damage model is. Basically, once you touch it, it just goes. It just shoots the car straight. Um, you know, I, I don't. I don't know why, but I, it's just one racetrack where I cannot run the fence on a consistent basis. Fairway and all those types of tracks, I can run the fence like really fine, Nowhere where my car is at, and uh, Eldora is just a track that I just have not caught that down. Um, but no, like as a, as a speed preference for Q and for a race so far, I feel in the official races I've done, I feel fine, honestly. I just, need to, uh, I just need to be in a practice session by myself and just look at visuals and find any sort of way I can find to be consistent on running the wall because, man, it's going to come down to it. Rubber's going to build up and it's just going to be right around the top. And I feel like if you don't know how to run it, you're just going to get your launch pounded in. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I, I just, I
0: agree. It, I agree. That's
2: just how it is.
0: The race um, will be one up top for sure.
2: Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've tried running bottom and, you know, stuff like just running middle wall, ball, uh, middle top, slider line. Dude, none of that crap. None of it works. Um, it's just going to be full blown fence, pound down the entire 50 laps. I um, can't wait. The way the pre-gen is set, obviously, but um, that that depends on it. The pre-gen will depend on if it's middle, bottom, early, or if it's if it's a stop all the way around. Um, but we'll have to we'll see. But no, as as a speed standpoint from Speed Ranch and everybody, it, they've already done a fin- fantastic job of already building a good base. And you know, obviously, we got some work to do to to keep building on it. You know, you don't build it in five hours and then call it good. There's always right. something. There's right. Something better. Yeah. So I mean, there's always something that's got to be better, and uh, we're 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 getting there. Those laps that Tanner and Jordan put in are are just I don't know how to appreciate them and our our drivers at our camp for the work they put in. So um, yeah, we'll just keep on plugging it on. And a good a good goal for me would be top ten in points uh, for my rookie year, and and then next year hopefully be in the series to Try to run for obviously top three points or the championship. So we'll we'll just keep on chugging along. That's all we can do. And be be more consistent at qualifying for sure is something I need to work on.
0: Hell yeah! Well, Keith, you got anything else for Caden?
1: Not not at the moment. Not at this time.
0: All right. Well, Caden, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. Uh, again, congratulations on your on your fourth place run. And uh, hopefully, recent uh, success. Yeah, your all of your success. You know and everything that you do, man. Uh, really, really cool to see. And, uh, good luck to you at Eldora. Hopefully we can all have a good race together, buddy.
2: Yeah, man. Thank you. Good luck to you guys. I appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. Thanks buddy. All right. Well, that was Caden Honeycutt. Another great guest. Love it. Love these guests, man. We always have great guests. I mean, this is the set. (laughs) You know, I want to, I want to, I really want to take a second here, um, to get a little sappy. Um, this is the seventh episode of this podcast. This was an idea that me and Kiefer had the Saturday, I think, or the Friday after the first pro series race. And we did the first episode that next day. Um, the amount of support The views, the comments, uh, everything, the, the guests has been amazing. Uh, and I know I really personally, I'm sure Kiefer does, uh, we really appreciate all of it. Um, I didn't expect it to, uh, to be as well received. I knew I, I I had a really good feeling that me and Kiefer would do a good job of it. I just didn't know exactly how, how people would take it, um, and how the content would come out, but, uh. I really appreciate everybody for for all the support, for sure. Win. And there's the win, as always. It's Rumsey been, it's been loves really it. cool. Rumsey does. Yeah, he's Where actually a big it? win
1: fan. Yeah, he said it earlier. Don't oh, I get what you're saying. I said <laughs> it. He said it. Yeah. He's a big win fan.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Rum- Rumsey's in on it now on the win. Um,
1: focus, focus is focus is fully on board.
0: Yeah. It's, Mario's it's, on board Mar- Yeah It's a, it's a whole movie. Hannah's on
1: dude. board Hannah's on board
0: Hannah's always on board Hannah always Literally
1: if
0: it, if, Yeah Like I, I So she here's, here's the me. flow Here's the flow chart Alright Kiefer comes up with some stupid shit And then I start saying that stupid shit And then Hannah starts saying that stupid shit The only time I, I've done it one time Where I came up with the stupid shit Then Kiefer came up with the stupid shit but in that case, Hannah did not, uh, fall into the trend, but, uh, usually it's Kiefer that's get coming on up here, with dumb dude. shit. This place
1: is already haunted. <laughs> exactly. That's it right there. Get on air, dude. This place is already haunted. Yeah. Well, we appreciate the support, Brett, and the bits earlier.
0: Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Brett. Um, let's get caught up here. We got, um, Brett what? followed, actually. Uh, so wow. thank you for following in, in the bits. I racing 25. Thank you for the follow and Huey. Thank you for the follow, everybody, all the support. So very much appreciated. Um, I think that'll about wrap it up for uh, for this episode. What do you say, Keith? Any any closing Dude, thoughts before we before we close this one up? My mic can move.
1: I need to get me one of them mics. It's so sick. I don't know why that's I've the never same one Bokus has, something. correct? Yeah, that's what he told me about. So I was like, all right, bet. Okay. And now I'm like, and, Wait, what's a good song to sing? What should I sing?
0: Alright, that means we're really about to wrap this thing up. If you're going to oh, sing. Say I will literally mute you. <laughs> <to see laughs> oh, brother. Kiefer is...
1: Lie. What's up? <sighs> Dude, I can sing. Low key. Holy shit.
0: It's the statue of literally... <laughs> oh my god all right well that's gonna wrap it up for this one chat thank you all for hanging out it was 15 dollars on amazon yeah thanks for hanging out everybody uh next week at eldora monday night be sure to tune in and watch uh on iRacing's uh facebook youtube twitch and on dirt vision for free um yeah hopefully me and Kiefer can put together a, a solid night and uh and, you know, kind of hopefully end the season on a, on a good note these last three weeks. So thanks for tuning in. And uh, I guess we'll see you all in the next one.